want to be the best. I want to be the best. Simple as playing. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk Podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody out there. Jay, my brother over there in the six. How you doing, bro? Doing great, man. Actually, let's let's just say I'm doing okay. But we got the we got the mic working. We got the mic booming again. Um, so that, that's good. Good. Um, it's almost Friday. It's Thursday. I don't even know when we'll, we'll have this out, but. Other than that, I'm feeling good, man. We got two great series and two eh, series. But how you feeling, Jay? <laughs> I'm feeling good, Jay. I'm feeling good. Happy to see you. Happy to just talk about uh, some basketball. I know I know. last week, me and the family, we, we, we missed you, Jay. But we're happy to have you back here this week. Uh, we the fan uh, the family out there still got still got all your predictions so we all know what you got mm-hmm. locked in what you got put on wax and if if you haven't heard all of our predictions man make sure you go check out the last episode um, we gave all our around two predictions and now we're just gonna give her a little quick uh, series update is that cool with you Jay? Let's get man, it. let's get into it, Jay. So let's l- let's go ahead and get into the first series. Um, that 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 we that we seen have a game for the for the second round here, and that was the Celtics versus Bucks, man. I mean, right now, uh, series tied at one one. Uh, both me and you both had Celtics in seven for this one, so uh, so definitely a very good, exciting, exciting series. And I, I said this on the last episode. I said the winner of this series goes to the finals and represents the East, in my opinion. I talked a little bit about you know some things that I want to see in this series, Jay. But I want to get you your thoughts since you know we couldn't have you here last week. But what are your thoughts? What are some things that you've that you've seen so far uh some x factors things you like some things you're concerned about all that right away i mean first things first i don't think there's any doubt in my mind i don't know about yours Giannis. Giannis is the best player in the world i mean yeah that that just comes top of mind when i think of this series and then you look at on the other side of the ball the defensively boston's literally they're the best defensive team in the in the league doesn't matter a guy like Giannis the force that he plays with you're not stopping him and that's what we saw in game one and then game two completely different story number one I'm just going to go to the box score from from Tuesday night and you look at that game Milwaukee what was their whole their whole what were they forcing um Budenholzer what did he have his guys doing he was forcing his guy their guys to make threes um he said there's going to be nothing inside we're going to force you to make threes. And what did Boston do? They came out and shot 46% in that game from three-point line and from, from overall 47%. So nearly identical from the field goal from the field um, at matching that from the uh, three-point line. You're, you really can't be, you can't be beat, especially at home. Um, but then I look at it on the other side of the ball, what we saw, and I'm talking specifically to game two, and it was a it was a recipe. It was a tale of two games. Um, speaking of that, I'll just just real quick on that, um, Boston made shots in game two, and they didn't in game one. And that was that was the difference. To be honest, from the two games, they they had a big lead. They shot it better in the first half in game two, and they didn't in the second second half. And what do we see? We saw that Milwaukee more sustainable twos. They're getting buckets that can be sustained throughout the series which I look if I'm Boston, that's extremely worrisome because you shot 46% from the field, which is hard to replicate, especially on the road, especially from the guys that were shooting that percentage. You look at Grant Williams shooting six from nine from the three, 66%. 
I mean, I don't know if I can rely on that if I'm a, if I'm Boston looking to game two. And if I if I'm Milwaukee, I'm happy with that. You know, you got Chris Middleton out. You split. You did what you needed to do. You took care of game one. I don't think you you know that Giannis isn't going to shoot 40 percent from the field, 11 from 27 again, um, in my opinion. And he still shot poorly from, from the free throw line. So if you're Milwaukee, I'm definitely feeling nice coming in back back home. Um, to game to game three, Jay. Those, but those are my initial thoughts right off the top, man. What what, what did you see in that series? Absolutely, Jay. I mean, I, I, as as a Bucks fan, you got to be ecstatic. You got to be super super excited to know that uh, you were able to st- to split the series without Chris Middleton again. Right, like so. Uh, uh, just want to uh, d- agree with you on that and harp on that. That's what all this is without Chris Middleton. So if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, man, you definitely uh, you you definitely got to be feeling good, Jay. But also, just want to just kind of t- uh, touch on uh, t- uh, that, that that three point shooting that you talked about, and that's exactly um, w- much of much of what I expect the Celtics to do is really force the Bucks, other guys, and Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, Wesley Matthews to 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 to, to try to beat him. And Grayson Allen did that. Uh, game one had a great game. One was four of six uh, from from the three point line. Wesley Matthews uh, ha- has been stepping up, but. You know, th- th- this is the playoffs. This is the playoffs, Jay. And and in the playoffs, you can't have any mistakes, man. And and where where I where I think the Celtics really um, found themselves in a hole was in that game one when when uh, when when the Time Lord Rob Will when he got in foul trouble and, and when he got in foul trouble yeah. in, in that first half was 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 when uh, was when he, uh, the Celtics coach had to take him out and the Bucks went extra extra big, man, and really just killed the Celtics down low in the paint. Uh, had great rim protection, and then you know, Jay, you talked about uh, you, t- you talked about the scoring, right? The scoring from the Celtics of, from Game One versus Game Two, and man, Jay, I, j- I just couldn't agree anymore. I mean, if not Game One, that first half, both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were held under ten uh, under ten points because Rob uh, Rob Will was not out there. Uh, allowing Brooke to just really be that that tree in there I mean we, we know uh we know Brooke Lopez and and the and the Bucks can do man but and and on that note real quick Jay just huge shout out to Brooke Lopez man I mean he missed most of the season I had him on my fantasy and we were talking about that throughout the yeah, season yeah. and and yeah. I, I hated hated him during all my fantasy but now you know he missed mm-hmm. most of the season and now he's back he's just fitting so well being that rim protector still shooting just j- 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 definitely huge for um uh, uh for, for 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 Milwaukee but real quick Jay I just I just need to touch on Jalen Brown in that first half for, for game two just absolutely went off Jay 25 points five of five from the three-point line all in the first half of that game too Jay and and and, and that is and that's exactly the difference maker and 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 that's what um what helped the Celtics really get that edge and be able to uh be able to tie the series and now heading into game three Jay things are gonna things are starting to get really 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 interesting Jay and I, I I'm again I'm I'm gonna be stated on the record this is the best series round one the Celtics had the best series in the Nets and even though they swept the Nets and even though whatever it was I still think I mean, that was just the best basketball to watch, in my opinion. And now, again, Celtics versus Bucks, man. This is the best series, Jay. Best series in the East, Jay, because, <laughs> because you know what you know what I think is just going to be a battle, and ultimately it will be. We'll get into that in, in, in a second here. All right, whenever you ha- want to talk about it. But but more on this on this Bucks series, and you mentioned it, Brooke Lopez, 5,000 in that game, got into foul trouble, has to stay on the floor. Um, the what he does clogging up that paint. And like you said, he missed majority of the season. He's just getting his rhythm back, um, which, which is huge. I think Milwaukee's going to be a huge vital piece for them 
We don't know when Middleton's coming back. We, they know, need Drew to, Drew to step up. Um, they need more from him, 35% from the field. Even how he, he defensively, they need more from him. You know, basketball is a game of both sides of the ball, so that has to step up. And then you look outside that role player, Grayson Allen. You can't shoot four, four shots uh, in a game. They need more from you, especially with Middleton out. I like what I saw from, from Connaughton on the offensive end. Defensively, they need him more locked in. And then you need the rest of those guys. You know, you look at what, what um, Boston's doing. They're forcing, although Giannis took 27 shots, I don't expect him, like I said earlier, him to shoot 40%. But you're, they're setting that high ball screen. And guys have to look to attack and be aggressive and finish either looking for their own shots, drawing two um, from, from Boston's side defensively and kicking out to the open shooter. And those guys got to knock down those shots. But they're coming back home. That's why I said it's a good thing, Jay, for them to be back home. And you got to feel happy if you're Milwaukee because what do role players do at home? They make shots. They make plays. They win those 50-50 balls. And especially, this ain't no regular team. This is a championship, the defending champion, Milwaukee Bucks. So I, I got to feel happy if, if I'm Milwaukee I'm coming back home. And that's just how I feel about this series right now. Um, Boston... Boston shot it extremely well, and it's going to be hard to replicate on the road. Um, not to say they can't do it, but that's why I said, like, they, they, they got to – the pressure's on them to win one game. The pressure's on them to win one game away because it's, it is what it is. It's home court advantage for the Bucks right now. They, they went, got, went on the road. They won one game. They won game one, and it's home court advantage Bucks. Man, that's, that, that, that's just what it is. But look, Jay – before we move on from this series, I got a question I need to ask you because I think you can go a lot of ways with this answer. Uh, and I, I just I just need to know, Jay, I need your, your perspective. But who is the most important player for the Bucs and who is the most important player for the Celtics? Just everything, everything. Oh, overall? Well, then for the Bucs, I, th- I think it's Drew Holiday. Me too. Um, what, what he's able to do in this series. You know what you're going to get from the best player in the world. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's what he does. He affects the game offensively, defensively. We've seen him lock up um, Tatum for a few possessions there um, when, when they needed it down the stretch in game one. But Drew Holiday's got to be the X factor. You know, he's got to carry that load offensively, especially. We know he can get into your guys defensively. We know you, he can guard your best perimeter player or your guard. Um but what he does on the offensive end, they need him to be efficient. They need him to be, if he's not getting his own shot, he's got to be putting his guys in extremely um, good, good position, good, eat, nice, easy, open looks um, for them to feel comfortable down low. And then I look for Boston, it's Tatum. Um, there we go. It's Tatum. Go. It's Tatum. He, he's their best player. That, that sounds kind of like cliche, but. Tatum's got to got to prove he's the number one option. He's got to cons- consistently prove that um, that he's here to stay. And he's got to he's got to take it. He's got to take. He's got to feel like he's the best player in this series. Honestly, for Boston to win, Tatum needs to be the best player in this series, or they they have no chance. I understand how good their defense is. Doesn't matter if you can't score if you're not making shots. Um, and, and stay away from the isolation ball, man. To, to be honest, but there is going to be when that you know when that court shrinks up. Um, and those lanes get smaller, it's going to be at the same time, you got to might need to ex, um, you know, isolation bucket and who's your guy. It's Tatum. That's who you're going to rely on. We see it from every, any other team in, in the, in the league right now, who's still left in the playoffs. They got 
the good teams, the one who are going to win their series, have a guy they can go to. Miami, Jimmy Buckets, um, Phoenix. Uh, it's, 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 I don't know who you take. D-Bug, D-Bug. Books. Yeah. <laughs> it's been looking like CP's the number one option right now. Warriors, you know, they got they got their Ooh, guys. Curry, ja. Clay. Yeah, exactly. So all those teams got an option. So their number one option, the guy who they're going to. And Boston, the same thing. Ja, I know I went on a tangent there, but it's Tatum. <laughs> hey, Tatum. I'm with you, Jay. I'm with you. And, and, and I, I love your answer because I, I, I got into it with uh, one of my homies. Yeah, just last night, I was talking about this question. He's like, yes, Giannis. And I was like, what are you talking about? Drew Holiday is guarding the other team's best player, and he needs to score for the Bucks to be able to be there. So I'm, I'm right there with you, Jay. Glad a real hoop head like you understands uh, but all right, Jay. So, hey, that is going to be a really good series. Uh, stay, st- stay tuned to that. For all the family, let us know in the comments uh, who you got. Me and Jay, are we are not switching ship. We are staying Celtics in seven. Right, Jay? I'm not switching ship just yet. But <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but not those yet. two ga- these two games in uh, Milwaukee could, could do some. Man, let's see. Maybe get on the fence, <laughs> <laughs> Man, get on the fence, Jay. Uh-oh. All right, Jay. Well, let, let, let's get to a series that I know you're not on the fence about, Jay. And to 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 even be a little honest, I, I don't know, you know, I I don't, I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but you might be a little mad right now, Jay. You might be a little mad at some players over there in Memphis, Jay. And that is the Golden State Warriors versus the Memphis Grizzlies series. Right now it's tied up one-one. Um, we got some controversy to get into. We got some controversy to get into, Jay. And I thought to myself, who better in this universe to talk about this Warriors uh, meant this controversy than my boy, Jay Hill. So, Jay, just the floor is yours. Talk to me. Dylan Brooks, was it a dirty play? Uh, GP, how is effect going to be out? All of that, Jay. What are you feeling? Series. I mean, three minutes into the into game game two, series, in my opinion, got flipped on its head. Number one, it's just basketball, man. It's the basketball. Coach Kerr said it best, man. Steve Kerr said it best. And he said, Dylan Brooks, that's not, that's not physical. That's not physicality. That's not, that's not, that's, you broke a code, man. You broke a code. You know, if you're at the park. Um, and it reminds me, in, in this particular play, I wasn't there, but it reminds me of a dude I used to hoop with. Uh, ball is, um, Yeah, his finest dude, uh, Matt McAndrews, played at at Archbishop Mitty. And I remember when he was at Foothill the year before we were supposed to go there together, and he was playing at the park, bouncy dude, uh, sneaky bounce, sneaky bounce. And he went up for a dunk. Dude undercut him. In this particular instance, different from Dylan Brooks, he didn't undercut him, but he undercut him. He was exposed in the air, undercut him, and I'm talking about outside, fractured a vertebrae, fractured a vertebrae in his neck. Couldn't play for a year. He was lucky, too, because he didn't get paralyzed, any of that. He was wow. lucky and was able to play again. But it was similar play in the instance that Gary Payton, totally unprotected. You know he couldn't see him. He's not expecting the contact. Took him out. And if you're Dylan Brooks, man, it's just inexcusable, unacceptable, any basketball player to do that, man. And especially I, I, especially I feel for GP2, not just me being a Warriors, player, Warriors fan and and just, just a basketball fan, knowing his journey, how much he had to work, being in and out of the league. I was just talking to Oko about him being on the Raptors 905 the day, literally that same day. And it's just extremely unfortunate. But and also and, and you can't judge intent, but you just got to know, man. I think 
I, I was I was talking to Junior and I said, man, if you're he's got to be out as long as GP two's out. I mean, he's going to be out three to five weeks. I think it's going to be longer. I don't see him coming back this year. But I, I in my head, I think you're putting a player in the position you know going up, and it's three minutes into the game. Man. It's, it's three, not even like the game winning minutes <laughs> into the game, man. It's three minutes into the game, and you're like, I understand, but but the way he did it, man, it's just unacceptable, inexcusable, and I'm disgusted by it, man. I'm absolutely disgusted on Dylan Brooks. You should be ashamed of yourself. The one game suspension, I thought it was gonna be more. I thought it deserved to be more, but hey, man, th- this series has been chippy. But here's why that changed the series. John Morant, superstar, star. You're not going to be stopping him. But GP2, if there's anyone in the league, in my opinion, I've saw, saw that, seen this dude. You know how much highly. And I, I was talking way back about GP2 and his importance to this team. So why this affects this series is you could throw GP2 on the perimeter. You could slow Jaw down. He, he, was, he was the best at doing it, being an annoyance, pestering him, picking it up 94 feet the whole game. And to have him out. I still think the Warriors are a better team, but this evens the playing field a lot, man. And and here here's why. And 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 not even this series. It's a chippy physical series. And why I'm looking I'm looking game three. I'm not even to, to talk about the first two games. I'll let you get into this. But I, I look at the first two games close, very close games. But I look at game three and I'm talking about the physicality. We've heard about the physicality, how how physical this series has been, guys bumping, bruising, Draymond's flagrant foul, which was, in my opinion, not even close to what Dylan Brooks did because um, he tried to help him out. No one got injured, to be honest. Whether he meant it intent, like I said, you can't judge intent, but he didn't injure the guy. Jerry Payton's out. Let's be honest. He's probably out for the season. But anyways, I said if the refs let game three get physical out of control early, there's going to be a fight. That just in my opinion, there it will be a fight. Mark my words. If they let it get out of hand and they don't call those ticky tack fouls early, and it's not, it's going to be ugly. So I think the refs need to control this game. They need to troll it, troll it from the jump. I'm talking jump ball. Make sure nothing gets out of hand because it could get ugly in game three, man. But those are those are my thoughts. A little ran in a tangent about what we saw transpire in game two because that's absolutely disgusting, Jay. Disgusting. I'm disgusted by it. Man, Jay, I mean, you said it best, Jay. We can't sit here and judge intent. You know, that's up to him and God. They're the only people that know. But Steve Kerr said it best, man, on that, on that, in that post-game uh, press conference. He said, it's just, it, it's just uh, you know, Hooper's code. You know, it's, it's a code of basketball players. So it's like you just don't go for it. And, and I get it. You know, I, I've definitely been hearing the whole um, – no, no easy buckets. No, 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 uh, no layoffs. It's playoffs. I get it. And I hear you. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Uh, uh, no easy buckets. I hear you. It's playoffs. But there has to be a code of, of, of just understanding. Like, I, I, I love the fact that you bring, you, you, you bring up that story about uh, about dude who you know, ended up breaking his vertebrae you, you said you said his vertebrae right broke his neck broke yeah. his neck, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I, li- I like that he did that, Jay, because I mean, and, and, and this is no hate on bro, but like, you know, this is bro playing in the junior college. We're talking about this is GP's career, my dog. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this is Dylan Brooks' That's career. Millions. And and this is millions. This this is somebody's life. Mm-hmm. This is this is somebody's life. And not only could was it dirty of uh, of uh, I'm not gonna say dirty, but not only was it not a smart play, it wasn't mm-hmm. smart, just was it was nah, not a smart play. Smart. 
was for because it, it could it, it did injure GP and it could have even injured him too, man. So yeah, yeah Jay, I'm 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 right there with you, Dylan Brooks. Um, uh, I mean. I like that. I, I like him a lot. Like as a dog, as a, you know, when you talk about it, you went to go see him live, you know, he's a dog. He just never, never quits. Never. He's got, he's got that grit in him, but this was just one of those. that's just like, man, that was a little bit um, over the top. And then just like how you said, Jay, I, I love when you talk about uh, the importance of GP two on this team and uh, the, the, the Warriors. And while I agree with you, I think the Warriors still have, still have enough to be able to handle this, this Memphis Grizzlies team. I think it's going to be a big hit. It's going to be a big hit on the Warriors because uh, GP is the, is that type of player where the Warriors like, like, you know, like I, I like GP good offensive production, but the Warriors weren't relying on him for offensive production, right? They're relying him to any offensive production was just extra. They're relying him to be that defensive yeah. pest to be able to, uh, you know, help players like Curry hide, help players like pull high a little bit, or uh, if anything, give players like Curry pull more of a rest so they can do what they do as great as they do on the offensive end and not have to be out here running around. But now we know with GP, GP2 being out, I definitely think. I'm, I'm, I definitely think it's going to be a gonna be a little tough one, Jay. But talk to me. I know, I know you, you got a lot to get off your chest, Jay. Talk to me. Yeah, and I agree. They're the Warriors. Okay, they've shot the ball. To, to be honest, you can look at it both ways. If you're if you're the Warriors, I think they haven't neither game one nor two. And why I told you, I uh, remember I sent that. I'm always, I'm always, we always talk a little. Little something in the group <laughs> chat. I'm always, I'm always talking about. We always going back and, and, and John, John's always giving me, giving me some uh, love, hate, some, some. We just, we just messing around. But big love, anyways, big love. and it, big love, big love. But I, I, but I, you know, I said in the, in the um, group passionately chat. after game one, I said never, never count out, never underestimate the heart of a champion. And what I meant to say by that was the Warriors. You could argue they didn't. They played like they didn't play well that whole game one. To be honest, they they had stretches. They they were down at times in that game. But their okay, an argument could be said they're lucky to come out there with game one. Clay misses those two big free throws at the end of the game. I'm thinking, and you know, I said after I said I okay, Jaw's gonna close us out. They got this x amount of time. I, I just have a weird feeling. Um, we've been having everything go against us this game. We've had some weird call, questionable calls. You know, Draymond got thrown out. And I said, this will be the, the cherry on top. Like, the Grizzlies are going to come away with this win. You know, they got so much time left on the clock. And they, they the, the Warriors, you know, buckled down defensively. Um, Wiggins made him change his route. If you look at that last play, made him change his route where he's curling out kind of. Memphis wanted to get him on the run on that last play, and he's veering out. And they made him veer it, veer out. It was sorry, excuse me. It was GP two, another another reason why they're gonna miss him. It was GP two who, who made him veer out, and then Clay with the contest, which forced um, Ja, who's actually a better finisher, going to his left, but made him extend out a little more and change the angle enough just so he missed it. But man, I think both of those games were tough. But I but I well, why I do see one could be case if you're Memphis, you're 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 happy with winning splitting there because you're confident going after that but I will say John John Morant scored 47 points we saw game one Jaron Jackson with with 30 30 something in that game. 33 33 yeah right hitting everything he, he played as well I'm surprised he didn't take as many threes in game um, two to be honest but but why I say that is 47 is a lot of points even for, even for Ja I expect him if he 
he scores 30 points, if he scores 34, they lose. So if, if I'm and they shot the Warriors shot 16 percent and have shot extremely poor um, from, from the field from Clay. Clay, OK, Clay's just had a horrible series <laughs> these first two games for And we saw in, in game two him forcing shots ultimately they took a lead in the in the fourth quarter they were up four and i remember this clay came down the floor and shot a fadeaway um fadeaway bucket with a i think believe he had the anthony melton on it. i was just like what are you doing man um and 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 credit credit memphis they didn't give up they didn't they didn't um keep they didn't lose their fight were able to stay in that game and, and i think they came down and hit a big three but it, but here's why i say They've got 47 from Ja. They haven't shot well. So, and you're going back home to chase. You got two games at, at home. But but here's what I say, Jay. Whoever wins, to me, I, I think a lot of people say game five, but there's no there's no guarantee that a series goes five. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always say the most important series, in my opinion, most important game in, in any series is game three. So I think whoever wins game three of this series is going to win the series. But I think, I think Golden State is going to win big. My opinion, they're going to win big at home in game three. Um, so they're going to win the series. Ultimately. I still, I still, I'm still going to stick with G state in five. I'm not going to ride the fence on this one. It's going to be tough. To, it's going to be tough to win three, three, three straight. It's going to be a tough gritty series. It's going to be tough to win three straight. I still going to stick with five, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, they went in at six, maybe Memphis splits here. Or they go back to Memphis and Memphis gets one on the road and then uh, Golden State is able to close it out in, in six. But those are those are my thoughts uh, about the series so far. But it's going to be a great series regardless, man. Great series regardless, Jay. And to, to, to harp on and really uh, double up on w- w- what you were talking about with, with the Warriors, just really having two bad games to be to uh, i mean to uh, uh, to be real and i, I also really like the chances for, for 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 this this game three not only is it in chase center and we know the warriors are a very good team at home um they also just i mean to be real with you I, I'm, I'm not a body language doctor i can't tell but steve curry Stephen curry that whole team just looked pissed off man with the whole that that, that whole uh, gp2 thing like they just looked pissed off um uh, another thing that you you touched on we cannot just seriously like re- depend and rely on the Warriors going seven for 38 again from the three point line for the entire team, not just Curry, not just Poole, not just Clay. No, Poole was one for six, Curry was three for 11, Andrew Wiggins was one for one for seven, and Andrew and Clay Thompson was two for 12. Nobody else on the team made a three we cannot expect that to keep happening jay so with all those factors you know G, the, the G, gp2 motivation the fact that they're home uh the fact that I, while i agree john morant put on a freaking show last night just i i don't know if i can just constantly rely on john morant putting up almost a 50 piece every game that's just not very uh, uh very trustworthy to me so yeah jay i'm 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 definitely uh, still leaning towards on uh, uh, Warriors and six. That was uh, that was my original pick. Only thing I want to add in there though, hey, for the Warriors, and tell me if I'm wrong, Jay. Please play my guy Kaminga more. Please, I think Kaminga oh, yeah. is so perfect yeah. for this series. Please play my guy Kaminga some more, but yeah. get him some more buckets, I get agree. him some more minutes out there. He changes the game. I, I'm agree with you, Jay. He he changes the game with his athleticism, they, and they got to allow him to make. Some, he's gonna make some some mistakes, but. <laughs> 
but but leads me to my next point. Number one, Clay has been making a lot of mistakes, and we have to we have to we have to realize this too when we look at the Warriors. This is a team who hasn't had that much chemistry. They had what five games last series. Steph was in limited minutes, so these are rotations that Steve Kerr is playing, and we're going to see more throughout the for, throughout the series that guys have never even played with each other in this, these lineups before. So we have to take that into account too. So they're still feeling each other, getting a rhythm um, with each other, building that chemistry throughout. So there's going to be some growing pains um, innately with that. And then going on that, on that point, Draymond Green, where are you at? My God, like we, we, you missed, you missed all of game one. Like literally, like you were out of half of game one, you were, you weren't there. And then game two, that was not his best performance. I'll, I'll put it politely there. <laughs> that was not his best performance, and they need him to step up. And I think from the offensive standpoint, I would take the ball, put it in your guys' hands, put it put it in Pool Party's hands, put it in Jordan Poole's hands, put it in Curry's hands, and ma- let them make plays, man. That's what Memphis is doing with John Morant, Jay. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been successful, right? You put it in your best players' hands. And you, you get wrong? it done. That's it. Am That's I wrong? It. Like, let him get it done. Like, what is Draymond doing? He's throwing it all, throwing it, the ball all over the court. Like, man, unless he wants to improve, I think you let you give it to Poole, you give it to Curry if you're the Warriors, and you let them get at a high pick and roll with either Kaminga, like you said, mm-hmm. use his athleticism, that lob threat, make the defense collapse on it, respect that, and it'll give give Steph or Poole more open looks, or you're getting Curry um, and Clay a better look because Memphis is closing out hard on those shooters. They're, they don't want to give up threes, and they're, make, they're, they're making that space tight. So that's what you do to open up that offense and get Draymond in that dunker spot, man. Like, <laughs> let him make plays off the ball because right now it's not working. And, and they got it, like you said, they got to outscore them now. Memphis, they can't rely on their defense. They're, they're, they might try to stop Memphis, but I think you got to outscore them. That's because you, you don't have J.P., you don't have GP, man, so. G- man, that that definitely changed, uh, you know, flipped the series on on, on its head, man. But um, so we'll, we'll definitely be, lo- be be looking at that uh, out towards that. But just real quick, Jay, fun fact, man. Uh, heard I heard uh, TNT say this: John Morant joined Kobe and LeBron to be the only three players in NBA history to score multiple forty-five point games before turning twenty-three. That's insane. I mean. All salute to John Morant. Um, probably gonna get knocked out this round, but but shout out John Morant though. Man, wins game three. <laughs> Whoever wins game three, Jay is gonna get the other team's gonna get knocked. Out. But but I will say that that's a that's an amazing stat. That like I some of his some of his antics, some of his dancing. I ain't gonna lie. Some, sometimes get gritty in halfway through the game. But as a player, man, I love John. Like what what he man. does, what he brings to his team, the grit. It just literally, like I said it from the from the beginning of the season. His grit, his tenacity. Although the dude needs to play some defense. Like when's he when's he man. when's he gonna give some effort? I know. I understand you gotta give it on, but you gotta give it some on both sides of the floor. Um, and he'll be he'll be a true superstar. But that's elite company, regardless. Elite, elite man. So shout elite out company. Ja. Shout out John ja for that, man. So sorry, right, Jay. Let's, let's keep it pushing. And let's stay, let's stay over here on the West, and let's talk about this Suns versus Mavs series. The Suns are currently leading uh, 2-0 right now. 
you had Suns in six, I had Suns in five. I'm going to just sound off real quick on this series, Jack, because I got a lot to talk about. I'm not, not even a lot. I just got a lot I personally want to say, man. And <clears throat> I definitely give all respect to Brunson, to Maxi, to Josh Green, um, Trey Burke, re- really all of those guys. But the only reason that they really got off on that last Jazz series and they had a good, had good games is because they took advantage of the drop coverage and they killed Rudy Gobert in that mid-range or they brought him out and exploited his weak his weakness. But DeAndre Ayton is a different beast, man. Like, he's a different beast who can keep up with you in the perimeter, who can stay with you down low. And honestly, the Suns starting lineup right now, the way that Monty Williams is, is, is constructing and putting it out there, they all can rel- relatively stay with Luka in the perimeter. So the switching is just is, is, is nonstop right now for the Suns. I mean, the Suns are really just taking advantage of, of, the, of the Mavericks' uh, lack of two bigs. I mean, game one, the Suns had 50, point, 50 points in the paint. Game two, 44 points in the paint. We're seeing, again, no disrespect to Bismack Biombo, but we're seeing Bismack Biombo get off. We're seeing Bismack Biombo do really whatever he wants down in the paint. Because the uh, because the, there's nobody down there to stop them. I mean, another thing to me is I feel like the Suns just seem like they got control of the Mavs. Like it seems like they can go on a run whenever they want. I mean, it, it seems like Mavs going on a nine zero run. The Suns end up going on a fifteen and zero run. And whether it be uh, the, the the bigs attacking inside or down low, whether it be CP three and D book getting it done, and um. And just real quick, I mean, shout out CP. The way he's been getting getting it done, he's been the best late game closer right now in this playoff so far. Game two, scored 14 points in that fourth quarter, only missed one shot. Uh, so far, the Suns have had a plus 23 when he's been on the court, a minus two when he's off the court. So that's just absolutely ridiculous, man. I mean, to be real with you, Jay, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a series. I thought I really did. But and this might shock you, Jay. This really might shock you, but. I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns swept them. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it's just Luka out there, dog. Like, game one, Luka puts up 45-12 and eight. Game two puts up 35-5 and seven. No help. No Brunson. No Spencer Dinwiddie. No Maxi. And why? Because Aiden can step up on that drop coverage. That's really all I got to say about this series, Jay. The Suns just look freaking insane, dog. They look crazy. Yeah, it's 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 clear. Yeah, no, it's clear what, what, um, what the Suns are doing in their game plan. It's similar to what the Warriors did to Jokic. They're making Luca, they're making Luca beat them. And if he's gonna, he's gonna put up forty point nights. He's gonna be, that 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 takes a lot out of you. Even putting that um, that energy defensive uh, offensively, you're not gonna be able to reciprocate that on the defensive end. And they're attacking him. They're attacking him. They're attacking him. They're attacking him. They're getting easy buckets. We saw Island work from D Book um, there in Game One and Game Two. Uh, just taking advantage of that matchup. And it's going to be more of the same because they're forcing other guys. They're forcing Luca to beat them. They're taking, like you said, it's, they're not getting those same looks. Jalen Brunson struggling. Um, Reggie Bullock struggling. The other guys on the, the Mavericks, that supporting cast, who they need to step up, um, is, isn't being able to do that because Phoenix defense is so limited. And all those people including myself, who used to doubt defensively what D-Book could do. He's proving those haters, those naysayers, those haters, those doubters wrong because he's getting it done not only on the offensive end, but on the defensive end, which is huge, especially to a title contending team. And I look at that series, and like you said, I think it's going to be maybe, look at it, maybe maybe Dallas gets one at home, um, but I still four or five game series. And then you look at the other side of the bracket and you look at Memphis and, and Golden State 
and it's going to be a battle whether it goes five, six, seven games, it's going to be a physical series. I just look at both of those teams and I, especially because I'm a Warriors fan, whoever comes out of that bracket is going to be beat up. They're going to be battered. They're going to be bruised. They're going to have a lot of gas. Um, maybe the gas tank's empty. Maybe it's on E. I don't know. And Phoenix is going to be coming in kind of unscathed out of, out of this, this uh, Maverick series, unless they're able to dramatically flip it around. Um, which is worrisome, worrisome if, 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 I'm, if I'm a fan. But just on the other side, if I'm of those teams, but they got to deal with that hand. But Phoenix is looking serious right now, like a serious contender um, to, to go out. I still believe in the, in the Warriors coming out, but Phoenix is looking scary. Um, I will say that. And not only that, Jay, I, I just think my question to you is, do you think Luca, the way he plays, like he's getting buckets, he's doing his things, but do you think it's sustainable? Like, do you think that they can be a title team, even if you bring in another guy with the way, the style of basketball that Luca plays? That's my question. You, you think that, man? Like, you, I, I, I think, I think to be real with you, the only way the Dallas Mavericks are a genuine title contender is if you get a, um, a Anthony Davis type player in there. And I'm not saying that just because I'm a Lakers fan. I'm saying a pick and roll big who can also pick and pop with Luca. Cause then that, then that, 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 that makes the Mavs all, all ultimately unguardable. What are you going to do? You're going to double Luca and leave this guy for a pick and pop or a pick and lob that we know Luca's going to find. You're going to have shooters all around him, or are you going to let Luca go to work and do his thing? So I think he wasn't that guy though. You said what? A- KP wasn't that guy. Unfortunately, like it, like as far as like being high, being able to shoot, being a big guy, but he just couldn't stay, couldn't stay healthy, couldn't stay healthy. But, but are you saying soft. healthy? Like I'm. So you think healthy KP is that dude? That I, I, I do think so. I do AD. think so. But eighty's not this. Sh- at the same time, eighty's not the shooter that KP is. But he's uh, more of a better overall. Like I'm not debating mm-hmm. that. I, I, I would just get I would, knock down the mid range. I would just, I, I would, I would just, yes, KP probably might be a better shooter than Navy, but I would just say, as far as the defense has to respect it, the defense can't just leave mm-hmm. like the whole Ben Simmons and Joel situation where mm-hmm. you can just totally disregard Ben Simmons and double Joel Embiid. That can't be the case. That uh, you, you can't have somebody like that. And, and with the way KP was playing, um, it wasn't far from that dog. So, um, that, 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 that prototypical type player is what they need. Uh, but right now to answer your question, plainly honest, no, Luka Doncic is not enough. Um, just him alone. And the way that these players are playing, not enough to be able to get this Mavs a, a title run and not sustainable, not sustainable. Luke is not going to be able to keep doing this whole body bump, taking contact when he's 30, right? He's not going to be able to do right. that after he's just done that for eight years. Cause yeah, he's a young right now, but, how, how how sustainable is this, Jay? So I'm 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 right there with you. It's not very, man. And um, J- Jay, let me let me make sure. Do you, you still got Suns and six, or you got are you going to go to five now? Through those first two games, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard, <laughs> it's to, hard say to say Suns and six. But I'm a, I'm gonna hold the guns. I'm gonna hold the guns. I'm gonna, maybe maybe Dallas got something. Maybe da- Dallas has got something that we didn't see those first two first two games. JK may might make some adjustments going back home. Um. And and role players play better at home. It's true. Like, I could see Dallas pulling out game three. Okay. If, if they don't pull out game three, this series is <laughs> it's done. It's a, it's a sweep. It's a sweep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a sweep. If they don't get it done in game three, they, it's it's. I think Phoenix would be able to close it out even four on the road. But but I'm gonna say all that being said, Phoenix still in six. 
Man, all right, all right, Jay. All right. Well, hey, great series and looking forward looking forward to however however that comes out. Yo, but what's up, Jay? Real quick before CP, remember what they used to call Kobe? Was it Vino? Oh, uh, yeah, Kobe, like Vino Bryant. CP's yeah. looking like Vino. Man, CP's bro. looking like Vino. He's about you to turn what? 37. Look, woo. you He's know what, Jay? Like you're right. Wine, man. You, Jay, I, I, I actually, it actually slipped my mind, but you're right, Jay. Like, and, and I've said this multiple times on the pod, but I just want to keep giving CP props because LeBron is my guy. He got all the props in the world, but I think CP is literally the same age, uh, doing, doing the same thing, dog. Uh, Kendrick Perkins just seen a tweet from him this, this morning saying that him and me and CP are the same age. I'm at home eating, uh, uh, eating, uh, fried chicken cp's cooking these young boys so man cp huge shout out to him um yeah. and also because he's not like physically more dominant than everybody he's small. just man shout what, out what like probably like 5 11 on a good day six probably and, and he and he's giving it to know. him jay giving it to him, him. <laughs> giving it know, to I'm, him. I'm the last person to praise cp but but i've said it again any anything he's touched any franchise he's been at remember when i said Turn into gold. Another, another to gold. example. Another let's example. see. L- let's see if he can actually get the real gold this year, though. Yeah. Let's see if he can get the real gold. <laughs> see, if get real. It's looking good right now. Looking that. good. All right, Jay. So then, let's give a question, Jay, and let's get to, in my opinion, the least exciting series because I think this, this, this for real might be a sweep, and that's the Heat versus the 76ers. Uh, both me and you had Heat in five. Um, more just respect for Joel Embiid and hoping he'd come back, but. If he doesn't play, dog, like the 76ers genuinely stand no chance. If DeAndre Jordan, Paul Reed, or Paul Millsap have to be out there, it's just not going to work, man. Like the Heat exploited and like in every avenue, in every way, they were getting whatever they wanted in the paint in both games one and two. Game one, 52 points in the paint. Game, uh, game two, 54 points in the paint. Uh, they were killing them on the glass in both game one and two. The, the Miami Heat out-rebounded the 76ers by 10 or more rebounds uh bam out of bio in that game too had all of his points in the paint until the third quarter which i think is like insane uh basically man joel and b needs to be out there but before we before we move on from all the heat uh love tyler freaking hero man the definition of a six man jay he the, the energy he brings off the bench the 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 character the charisma the the endless buckets i mean in game one he scored 25 points off the bench and basically carried them to that win in that second half performance game two 18 points off the bench in my opinion this guy's gotta be the x factor jay but jay talk to me yeah. about what you've seen so far in, the, in in this series and is it gonna be a sweep james harden has any ounce of pride he won't let it be a sleep but man but let's talk about the this Let's talk about the 2017-2018 Rockets, Jay, and their two best players, Chris Paul and James Harden. And Jay, if I'm, I'm, if I'm, I hate to compare the two. I hate to compare two different, uniquely different players, persons, careers. And right now, we're just talking careers. Jay, would I be wrong to say out of the in the past four years, Chris Paul's had a better career? Than, than James Harden, would I be wrong to say that? Not, you wouldn't be wrong at all. And and I would, and I would probably lo- side with you if I really looked at the numbers too. Because we look at CP and his vegan, his vegan self now, 
and, and I, truly, I think that's what sustained his career. That's why, true, like you know, I'm I'm a group uh, plant based and everything, but I think truly that that might be what would has saved his career um, to this point because he's looking like a pleasing player. And what we're seeing from James Harden and in, in this series and throughout this playoffs, he doesn't look like he's got much, much left in the tank, man. <laughs> And if I'm Philadelphia, especially without Joel Embiid, there's chance he might come come back for game three and four. But I, I just, I, I like you said, Paul, um, Paul Reed, Paul Reed, or Paul Reed <laughs> yeah. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, the rest of the rest of this bunch, this motley crew, I just don't see them getting it done um, with the versatility, not only offensive, the plug and play guys that Miami has. And then, and then their guys, even without Kyle Lowry, with guys, the whole team damn near feels like you, you, you could, we and me, you could both get the up injury up reports. It seems like the whole damn team for the Heat is, is questionable. It doesn't matter because they're going to get some guy we've never heard of who's going to step in and do the same things that Tyler Hero, Gabe Vincent, Bam Adebayo is going to do because that's just what the Heat culture has. And truly, I, I do think this will be a sweep. I don't see things changing much to Philly, especially even the crowd. I, I think Philly gets down. We're going to hear some boos. That's not, that's not great to play in if you're a player. Um, Philly, it's great when it's going well, but, but things start going bad on the road. I, we, we see what those fans do there. So uh, I have no reason to believe what, I, what we've seen in those first two games that much is going to change. Um, I hope for Harden's sake you don't get bounced like this. Man. Swept. Swept out in the second round, man. That's so embarrassing, Jay. Like, that's so embarrassing for James Harden. We're talking about a, a, a scoring champion. We're talking about somebody who people, uh, like, are, 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 are asking for him to be in the Hall of Fame. And, and Joel Embiid, the best player, is out. Game one, you put 16 points, nine rebounds. You only shoot 13 shots. Game shoot, game two, you put 20 points, nine rebounds. You only shoot 17 shots. In both games, in both games, Tobias Harris and Maxi took more shots than him. You are James freaking Harden, the one-time, the, the two-time scoring champion. And you are allowing, no disrespect to Maxi, no disrespect to Tobias Harris, but in the playoff game, when your best player is out, bro we just traded for you like you're the whole blockbuster trade that we just traded for and you allow maxi and tobias harris to take more shots than you all that shows to me is you're just not aggressive enough man you're just not aggressive enough uh and if the 76ers want to win he needs to be the 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 focal point he needs to be aggressive if the 76ers want to win they need to somehow figure out a way to push the pace because when the heat's defense gets set up it's just over it's just over and then honestly jay to be real with you um I'm I'm almost guaranteeing you sweep if Joel Embiid doesn't show up. But even if Joel Embiid does show up, honestly, yeah, I, I think it's 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 not even enough. I think this Heat team is just too deep. I think they're I think they're too deep, and and the 76ers is just are just lost lost everything. That you know they they lost a, a player in Ben Simmons, which you know you can, however you look at it, it's good or bad. However you feel about him, they lost Seth Curry. They need perimeter shooting. They lost Andre Drummond. They now have Paul Reed and Paul Millsap and DeAndre Jordan out there starting games. It, they and mind you, they know they knew Joel Embiid was injury prone. 
So what did you think? You thought Joel Embiid, after you traded for James Harden, Joel Embiid was just never going to get hurt again? <laughs> like, you know, shit doesn't work like that, man. It's, it's over for the 76ers. And they might have just effed over their current and their future. Because, dog, like, they, they, they let go of too much. It's over for them. It's over. Yeah. They, they let go of a lot. And it's not, yeah, like you said, Miami's just too deep. Um, add Victor Oladipo into that mix. God. Add Kyle Lowry into the damn mix, man. Come on, like, man. <laughs> Jay, this, this team is just is so deep, so well coached, so principled in what they do. Um, the role players are stars in their role. You know what you're going to get night to night. And Philly's just really not competing with that. Um, just personnel-wise, mismatch in almost, most, almost every position, to be quite frank. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch it to, to Miami and four. I'm, I'm going to go with the sweep. I'm going to go with the sweep in this one. You know what, Jason, since, since, since I was with you um, – with Miami and five, I'm 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 gonna move along with you to Miami and four. Jay. I'm gonna go ahead and move along with okay. you with that because uh, yeah, the Heat are just looking too good. I I'm, we'll definitely get it. We'll definitely get into a round three predictions. So stay tuned for that family. But I am interested to see the Miami Heat against a real team though, like it's Celtics, a real team against the Bucks. I'm I'm just whoever comes out, man. Just just interested man. to see that. Man. Is it? Yeah, I feel that too. That the Hawks series never really felt like it was it was going to be a series either. They got that one win at home, but in Game Three, but it's been kind of the same story, like you said. And they're gonna they're gonna play they're gonna play two teams, two teams here. Um, they're gonna have the home court advantage, which was an advantage Heat. Uh, but but is it? Do you feel like uh, the South Beach that crowd is kind of dead? Is it just me? I I, like I I don't I don't feel like the crowd is what they used to be, man. I, yeah. It's definitely not that white hot okay. South Beach crowd. I just not the same. Maybe I'm maybe they're just expect maybe because no Joel. I don't know. I just they're just when I hear the crowd on the TV, I just, the crowd just feels dead to me. Jay. I see I, I see mean. I see too many red seats. I need to see more white shirts. Mm-hmm. I need to see more white yeah. shirts. You see empty seats, right? Yeah, I see too many empty seats. Too many of them right. red seats. They stand red out. Red seats, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah. man well yeah. all right jay so look man i think i think this is a good place for us to go ahead and wrap it up here brother we taught we touched on all the series um I, i'm honestly just looking forward to these next games unfortunately today being a uh, cinco de mayo the nba has no games mm-hmm. so um we'll be back tomorrow man and we'll, we'll have some great games for us uh tomorrow but jay do you got any last words you want to say uh before we wrap it up here oh man it's gonna be these these next i guess it'll be all game threes Mm-hmm. They're gonna be good, man. Battle in the Bay, and then Boston plays. I believe mm-hmm. Friday, right? Or Boston uh, but, in uh, I be, yeah, no, Boston plays Friday. Yeah, Boston plays Friday. Okay, okay. Yeah, two two great two great slates. Two two game two great uh, games of slates. Slate of games. <laughs> oh up. man! So, uh, all right, it. man. Get Let's it. get it, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. So. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, man. Don't forget to follow us on our TikTok, our Twitter. It's at Clutch Talk Pod. It'll be right here and in the description down below. Get at us, man. But if that's it, then we out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk out. Peace.